sun. <laughs> sun cut. Yeah. Like BT after midnight. The sun cut. Trying to walk in Milwaukee. You know, make the bucks. <laughs> the sun cut. Here go the jewelry. Yeah. Experiment an apocalyptic experience. Apologizing for death. Niggas ain't hearing it. But we seen the signs. We ain't say shit. I guess we in the mimes. It's some clown shit. I'm just a poor nigga with wisdom. One day you catch it. Supposed to eat with your dogs. But ain't nobody blessing. The food for life. The cops watching. We both sketched in. Don't be surprised when they throw a bone in your homie. Fetch it. You on your own, pal. Ain't no best friends. Ain't no true toys. Ain't no new bins. Ain't no family trips. That's where we follow trends. Ain't no love in the town. That's where the hate blends. The cops ain't after helping. They just apprehend. Error of application. The robots are men. Error of conversations. Even if arguing, we rough around the edges. Even when dropping gems. It's uncut. It's uncut. Yeah. It's that mixtape, man. Uncut gems mixtape. Shout out to the homies, man. Free the homies, man. Salutations. Welcome to another installment of your favorite podcast, the Uncut Gems Mixtape. I am Ryan Humor and... Hey, man, it's the ever so clever, the man with many endeavors, the favorite podcast host, man, Mr. About Del Time. Peace, King. Peace, King. What's good with you, man? How's your, how's your Sunday, man? We in, the, we in the last Sunday of May. I know you and, you and whatever religion you rock with, these Sundays are important to you during May. How have you been, bro? You are you all right? Hey man, my shit is my shit is copacetic, bro. It's real nice. I'm out here enjoying LA weather, bro. Been I done done so many just just activities this weekend, fam. Like I got off at three thirty yesterday uh, on Friday. Like that's new to me. Like I don't get many things like that. Getting off at three thirty and still getting paid. Like what? I was supposed to be off at five thirty. That should be amazing. Like you giving me additional time off for a day that is a holiday. And on top of that, you're going to give me the holiday off and pay me. Like, that's bananas. That's just wild. I ain't used to no shit like that. I'm not used to anything in that, in that magnitude. But I've been chilling, bro. I actually got an opportunity to, uh, I got an opportunity to eat some good food. I've been getting a chance to kick it with a few of my homies that got to come down. My boy Adnan, who's a big fan of the show, as well as my boy Michael, Who's also a big fan of the show, so it's been real. It's been real nice, man. How you been doing, Jam? That's what's up, man. I'm saying so. You did some activities, but no eighty this week, huh? No eighty. You, you know what, there. man? Because they, you know what, man? Like Michael's a hooper. You know what I'm saying? Adnan, you know he don't really get down with the with the basketball ball is life life. So I mean, I didn't get to drop eighty on nobody. And honestly, you know how I do. I you know how I do. That's what I'm asking. You know I how know. I do. Okay. I mean, it, it really was feeling like this week, like I could have dropped a hundred. Just, just on, just on one game, probably, because you know, most of the time for me to get eighty, it's like I got to play multiple games. But like today, the way I've been feeling, like I've been taking my, um, I've just been taking my vitamins, bro. And like honestly, though, I just feel like I could really drop a hundred, bro. Will Chamber, real quick, throwback jersey. You know what I'm saying? Man, that's what's. It's good. It's good that LA didn't have to suffer your wrath today. It's a good thing you had company. So LA it's been hot. It's it's been hot in LA already. So they don't need no more heat from me. They don't need it to be a scorching 80. You know what I mean? They don't need it to be that. 
Wow. Outstanding. Yeah, I can't I can't tell you that that my weekend has been anywhere near as close as feeling good as putting up a hundred. Well not putting up a hundred, but feeling like I took a Flintstone vitamin and can put up a hundred. It hasn't yeah. been it hasn't been that type of weekend. It wasn't fact, a Flint, it was a pebbles. It was a pebbles. It was a pebbles. I do need a Flintstone vitamin because uh I did something to my back a couple of days ago. So I got like a strain. It's not sore, Man. but I ran. Ran three miles and I got a workout with a friend of the show. I shout out the two 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 training facilities, a little two a day, but body wasn't ready for the two a day like I like I hit him for. So man, you really so, got a you you really got an old nigga back. Your shit just don't know. Your shit is like a like a like a like a lemon car. You don't know when it's gonna work. Some days it works extremely well, and then one day you could just be broke on the side of the road. Like your back is terrible. You got to get that shit fixed, fam. That's crazy you say that because I've worked out every day and today you were too cool to play basketball. So with that, speaking of But I'm just saying, if we go back to episode, if we go back to episode, there's a whole episode where your where your spinal cord was just on the gym floor. You remember that? Oh, you mean you talking about like episode 17, week three of March in 2019? Yeah, when your spinal cord was literally sitting on the on you had to leave the gym and, and then somebody had to come escort your spinal cord outside the gym for you. Like, oh, don't forget this, fam. Like, you don't remember that? It got it got it got crazy, man. See, the thing is with me when it comes to what I do, like I could have just ran in the mornings, but I had to work out on Friday as well because I pushed my limits. You know what I mean? Like people like you, they get a little tired. They eat ice cream today on the curb. Me, hey. me, like me, like I pushed oh, my but limits. Let me tell you this: I went to, but look, look, I didn't drop eighty on the buckets. Did you eat ice bro, cream on the I curb went, today? I ate ice cream on the curb, but it was well okay. deserved. It was well deserved. You was in you was in Miami drinking tequila by the drinking tequila by the by the by the. Uh, Drinking the killer by the keg. So I don't know how you just go get at me. Like that's what you was doing. Every room that you went in, it was tequila shots. For me, I went to the gym. I worked out. I've 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 took hikes. I went on, I went and hiked uh 80. Just 80. Like, just, just 80. 80. While, 80. While, while you're making shit up, just say 80. People... No, I'm not making this up. You can go check it's it out. I went on hikes. I, I did. <laughs> I, I went on a I, hike. I made a sandwich. <laughs> I went on a hike. I, I I went on a crazy ass hike to Griffith Park. Oh, fam, a crazy ass hike. Like it literally, bro. We got lost in hella shit, bro. We almost got ate by a mountain lion. It was a lot. That was the same weekend you dropped eighty. That was the same weekend I dropped eighty. <laughs> and that's, that's what, what gave me. That's what gave me. That's what gave me the like the incitement to go out there and drop eighty. I was like, yo, niggas do their life every day, b. I don't never want to leave my life with not dropping eighty on somebody. That's understandable. I would feel like playing basketball is very important to you at this time, especially because of your hero having to, like, I guess we're going to say, withdraw from his obligation. To now, see, what happened was, right, like, uh, like, see, don't go into, like, him getting dropped off. They kicked him off. He was trashed. Nah, nah. Cole is such a nice guy. Can you tell the people what happened? Because I don't want right. to tell them. You're you going to get soft if I tell them. So you tell them what happened. All right, so check this out. At the cold play, you know what I'm saying? The Patriots, the basketball, the African basketball team that he was running with, they was like, hey, yo, we just don't need your services, Cole. But that that's kind of how they making it sound, but that's not what really happened. Like, this is this is me, Cole fan. Like, he hit me up with the real shit. Like, Cole Ooh. was like, huh, Jermaine. Like, he was like... It was, Jermaine so was Jackson? Like, nah, Jermaine, Jermaine Cole. Oh. He hit me up. He was like, yo, Simba, young Simba. You know what I'm saying? You know him. Jermaine, but like he hit me up. He was like, hey, yo, Dale, you know what I'm saying? I know you want me to keep hooping, fam. And I know you was the one that told me I should do this shit. And you know what I'm saying? I should really get these niggas these buckets. But but I really, I just really feel like it ain't in me to like make somebody 
not get an opportunity to get a spot that they've been working so hard for and for me to just come in and just take take their spot for them. So I'm going to go ahead and just, you know what I'm saying, resign and let my mans get his spot back. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want the whole Africa mad at me. And that's what really happened. He called you and told you that? Huh? I think you heard what I said. Yeah, I'm saying Jermaine called me. That, that's what happened. Straight up, man. So, I mean, it's you know what I, I do. I, I do hear you. The thing is, I I completely get it. How this was great publicity for this particular league. This is their inaugural season. It's a twelve-team league, like in Rwanda, and he was supposed to play three to six games. But then it was people saying stuff in the background, like "Yo, like he taking the opportunity away from somebody else," you know. So I do kind of understand how J Cole, being a man of the people, would be like, "Yo." Let me just feel me. I don't really feel like this is a good look because this people look at J. Cole playing basketball like they looked at Tebow playing for the Mets. Like, you just going to willy-nilly decide to play baseball now? Like, come on, bro. Like, this ain't cool. Even though even though within 45 minutes, J. Cole had five buckets, three dimes, five rebounds, all in a total of three games. That's not important. The important thing is, is that he decided to go ahead and take one for the team, no pun intended. So, I mean, that's what's up. It's, it's good It's good that he got out there and did what he needed to do. I kind of feel like I would have did the same thing if I was out there and I had played I had played three games and I got 45 minutes and had five buckets and three downs and five rebounds and I was supposed to play six games, I would be like, you know what, feel me? I just think that at this time, I'm going to give my opportunity to, a, to, to someone else because it's not right. After three games, I'm supposed to play six, but after three <laughs> – I did the same thing. He was like, but you know, he's like, man, my album called the off season. I'm trying to be on the off season. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be on the, you can't be on the season pushing the off season. You yeah, I think I, that that time, I think that that timing is real perfect. Like you do the three, like I was gonna do six, but you know, it's better if someone else does this. If you do the whole six, they're gonna be looking at, they like, hey man, like you wasted six games. If you do three, you could say, okay, well, you know, yeah. um, I, I, I did it. it. I was, yeah, I did it. I did it. So I mean, shout out to him. Actually, you know, I saw a clip, and the clip said, "The clip said somebody said, glad I got to see both." And one clip was showing um, Master P hitting threes for the Raptors, and I was like, "Oh, the next thing is gonna be J Cole balling." Yeah. And the next clip was like J Cole doing like a putback layup, and that was the whole highlight. I was like, "Bro, y'all, y'all got, y'all got to do my man better than that." Like, he put a putback up. Like, bro, y'all forget Cole is like six four. Like, like, I ain't trying to say like. No, no, you I mean, don't. You don't. No, you don't understand. What I'm, I don't mean NBA dunk. I mean like the, You know. No, I, I know it wasn't a dunk. I know he just yeah. literally. It was like one of the things you do in high school where you just happen to grab a rebound and just put it up. I saw it. I saw the highlight. You know, I saw the highlight. Oh, okay. you probably you probably got the highlight on a loop in your room, huh? You know, I do. I got it on the TV in the office, just running, just giving me hoop dreams. That's how I drop eighty. Watching Cole would do that putback. That helps me not eighty. On- they'll never. That's literally gives me the motivation. That's what gives never, me the motivation. Everybody has tell. their different motivation. Everybody has their different motivation. Some people don't got motivation at all. Well, at least I got a motivation, even if it is Cole just putting that putting, putting that put back with them dreads never. with them dreads in in because that's how I think about like with his dreads in the, in the high bun like that too. He put it black like ugh. like he looking like a Jamaican that played for an African team. That shit look crazy. Cole was out there balling though. I mean, yeah, balling subjective. But I'm just saying, just just never tell anybody that J. Cole taught you how to drop 80. Because, because like, Kobe taught Devin Booker how to drop 71. And Kobe dropped 81. Don't tell nobody that J. Cole taught you to drop 80 because it just makes your story worse. It's already a bad story. It just gets worse. No, we all know Steph is the one that taught me how to drop 80. 
the story it gets worse. It really, it really does just get worse. Why? Because I really know Wardell. Why are you always hating on me on Wardell's relationship? Bro, listen, like, I'm not hating on I'm not hating on none of your hoop stories. I, I, like, in fact, you know in fact, his dad, you know his parents named him after me. In fact, they were like, your your stories are a fan favorite. We got so much feedback on your stories. Like people were super excited. Because they're it real. Like, there was like real there, stories. They're no for real, they're real stories. Like this one, this one person was like, Man, if Delphi drop 80, maybe maybe one day I could be a robot. And I was like, bro, you could probably be a robot. Yeah, man. He can. He yeah. can. Hey, ain't, ain't he seen Iron Robot? Yeah, man. I mean, I think I don't think that's what the movie's called. I think you're combining two movies. I think no. it's called I Robot. <laughs> I am Robot. I am Legend. <laughs> I am Robot. <laughs> you just gonna make up movies? Come on, hey, bro. You niggas know, wanna, hey, niggas want to make up real shit. I guess I could just be a robot, smart ass. Like, if he drop man. eighty, you don't know if I really drop eighty. I'll be out here dropping eighty. You come and get these buckets, that chicken. Look, I, I respect. <laughs> I, I, the reason I, I respect J. Cole for even going and trying is because he does talk a lot about basketball in his rap. I'm not even a fan, but I've heard it. For the rap I've heard of J. Cole, he does rap about his hoop dreams interest. And even on the little Applying Pressure documentary, it's a little 12-minute documentary for uh, his album release. Y'all to check it out. There's a lot of inspirational things in there. He talks about how he wished he would have worked harder at basketball when he was younger. And while he's while he's doing the documentaries, he's like he's working on his jumper to eventually go play basketball. So I can't. It was it was dope to me how he really was working on his game to go over there and show out and show up. One thing I did think that was interesting about that doc was not only did he mention not only did he mention like not working hard enough to do what he wanted to do in basketball, but he talked about how he was at a party one day and he's always he's the rapper. He's the creme de la creme artist of his group. And of his friend group at the time, probably now, obviously. And he's drunk, high at this party, goes outside, he's leaning against the fence, and his friends come out, and they're like, bro, what are you doing, dude? Like, what are you... And J. Cole's like, I'm here with y'all. Like, y'all doing the same shit. He's like, nah, but bro, like, you you, you the it, you the prize. Like, what are you doing? And those those, <laughs> interven- those interventions from friends are just so important. Like, without, who knows, bro, without that intervention, we may not have that artist. And I'm sure everyone right. has had that... I'm sure most artists have had that situation. Even Drake... Drake on a on a track that's not out yet. It's a leaked track. It's called Lucky Lefty, and he talks about how he's chilling with this girl, and his friend calls him. He's like, "You want it or what?" Because he was chilling for a whole year, just caked up doing Drake stuff, but not Drake stuff. So right. I, I think I think those but, type of interventions from friends are are incredibly underrated. Of you as a J Cole fan, do you feel like like that's you feel like J Cole would have been great without that intervention? Or friends need interventions? Like, what do you? No, nah, I, I I definitely think that. That he, he that he needed that intervention because if he's telling himself, if he's telling us that he needed it, you know what I mean? Like that's more awareness from him because not a lot of people can make awareness that they need certain things. You could tell somebody something that you see in them forever, and if they don't see it in themselves, then they're never going to take what you're telling them serious. Well, shit. Listen. Well, let me let me ask you this, bro. I'm, I'm, hold on, hold on. Let me ask you this. So you're right, but. This may be a hard question. When do you stop giving friends interventions? Like, when do you quit your friends? <laughs> like, when do you? Because the way you said it, so sweet. Like, sometimes you just sometimes you see things in people that they, they don't see in themselves, but they can't right. report until they see it. So, like, how long can you see? Like, w- tell me more about this. I'm interested. Well, I mean, I mean, look, man, look, look, look. You can only go so far as to pushing your friend to do something as they're willing to push for themselves. Now. Cole was at a position where he actually was doing music and they were like, yo, you need to be more serious about this. Like you actually have something you should do more with it. And he would, and, and he took it and rolled with it. Right. 
But like, it's for the artists be like, I know. I know, I know I got stuff. It just keep doing the same shit, never pushing nothing, never doing anything. Those motherfuckers, you gotta leave alone. Sometimes you gotta just, you gotta give, you gotta do whatever you can as far as you gotta have your own limitation already set in your mind what you're gonna do. You can't sit there and be like, oh, I'm gonna keep pushing until he finally does it because now you're draining yourself from energy and from activities that you could have, your, your efforts can't, your dream can't be to push another person to do their dreams. That can't be your dream. My dream was nigga that I pushed. That's all you living. Like, you don't want to be that barbershop nigga. Like, nigga, you know, I'm the nigga that actually like got Jordan a hoop. Like, he didn't even have a basketball. But I'm the, I, like, he was just outside shooting air balls. And then I just came and I gave him a real basketball. Without that, he would never been Jordan. Like, you don't want to be that nigga. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so, like, so that's all. I mean, that's all cool for like when you remove it from like, I guess the artist window and J. Cole and his friends and like other rappers, like, hey man, stop drinking lean. Nah, I love lean. Like, but what about what about I love it? <laughs> I swim in lean, it's my shit. What about for what about for things that we're not talking about, like million dollar record contracts? We're talking about just standard friendships and relationships. Like, what do you mm. do? But and, and what I and what I mean by that is like even okay, so even even for just standard things, like you see one of your one of your peeps in like a bad relationship, but they always ask you for advice though, right? right. I'm not talking about I'm not talking about seeing somebody like wandering outside, like, hey man, you gotta pull this together. But within a situation where you rocking with people that like want your advice. And I guess the reason why I'm the reason I'm digging into this is just because recently, uh recently while I guess our team and our conglomerate and like my my collective have been working towards just greatness just being better, so on and so forth. You start to see these gaps happening in between the people that that you're around. Not like massive gaps, not even money gaps or anything like that, but just intangible motivational gaps. Mm-hmm. And if you care about those people, like you can't just be like, oh yeah, just go in the studio and drink lean. Like I'm talking about people that's like, hey man, help me stop drinking lean. And you're like, all right, let's talk about it. You're like, yeah, I know, I should stop, huh? Like, well, you just asked me if you stop. You're like, yeah, I know, it's just crazy though. But double up. <laughs> It's just crazy though. And the thing the thing that gets me is the thing that is interesting to me is like uh I would say there's people that have different types of vices and then all you can do is judge them by the results. Right. Because like you said, some people want your help, some people don't. So then certain situations where you got people that's like, Hey man, I just she tripping, bro. I don't know what I'm gonna do. She hits me. I'm like, yo, you well, she maybe, should, maybe you should move out. Yeah, I know. Like how yeah. do you how do you navigate though? What is that? What do you do? I mean, look, as a friend, so as a friend, you can only offer as much as as that person is willing to take. Now, what do you do, bro? You said that three times. I'm putting you on the spot. What do you do? What do you do? All right. Here's what you do. Here's what you do. You actually here's what you would do. You give them three fucking things. You give them three options. You'd be like, look. You set it up. You do whatever you can. Like, if your partner need intervention from drinking lean, you 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 really set it up. Like, hey, bro, let's stop drinking lean. Like, maybe set up a set up a morning th- a morning routine with your boy to be like, hey, yo, let's run, let's go do exercise, let's go do something. You know what I'm saying? But in that case, you can't. If you really want to make sure your friend is good, what you got to do is you got to really not. You got to make your friend feel like he's helping you or she's helping you. What you mean? That's the thing. You got to kind of finesse their mind a little bit, man, because look, nobody wants... The crazy thing about it is people who have a problem with helping their self love to help other motherfuckers. <laughs> Let that sink in. 
people who have a problem helping themselves love to help other motherfuckers. And y'all know what I mean by that because y'all got plenty of people in your circle that is like that. You can't tell that motherfucker shit about nothing. You know what I'm saying? They could be out there smoking cigs forever. You'd be like, bro, you should stop smoking cigs. You, you, your family got cancer. You know what I'm saying? It's, you got a whole shrimp line of people who have, you know what I'm saying, who've, who've been affected by cigarettes. You shouldn't do it. I know. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. And that was him hitting, the, taking a drag of the cig. Or she. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. And that's her voice starting to get into that cancer voice and then they get the hole in the throat. Cancer voice, Dale? The cancer voice. But no, I mean not the cancer voice. But you know the one that, with, the, with the commercial. And then she take the cig and hit that out of her neck. Like, I mean, you can't stop her. Like, somebody tried to tell her, like, hey, you starting to develop a hole in your neck. I know. Hey, it's starting to get worse. I know. Hey, you know you should stop. I know. Now you starting to smoke cigs out of your neck. That don't look cool. Now you, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I guess it's cool for the year of the mass. You just put a cig in your neck. That I don't know. So would, you, so, so would you would you fire a friend or have you ever fired a friend? Yeah, I done fired friends, bro. I done let Word? friends go. I didn't, I didn't let friends go, bro. Because look, um, here's the thing, bro. You, if if you're not gonna accept shit at work, then you can't accept shit in life. Um, you can't accept someone to be like you can't be trying like you can't expect something. You can't be a person the motivation for somebody, and they don't even want to motivate themselves. Like if you put if you see too much good in people, because look, the thing is with me, I see like. If I see good in you, right, I'm always, that's all I'm going to be able to talk about with you. Hey, man, you need to, you need to, you need to, you need to get it together. Hey, man, you got to stop doing that. That's all I'm, that's all our, if our conversation only goes to me preaching to you, as much as people think I'm a preacher and think all of that, I do not like preaching to motherfuckers. I don't like telling nobody nothing about themselves. I really don't. But the reason why you will hear that from me is because you ain't doing shit that I expect you to do. So when I see you, I'm going to tell you you ain't doing the shit I expect you to be doing. But if I got, and then listen to me right now, if you if I used to tell you to do shit and I don't tell you to do shit no more, two things have either happened. Either I've given up on your ass. So that means you don't get no calls from me. That don't mean you don't get no love from me. That means you don't get a Facebook like from me. You don't get none of that shit. You just get a salute when I see you in the street. And that's fine. It's fine for you. Because you good. And you don't want it. You tired of hearing me trying to motivate you. And I'm tired of trying to motivate you. So that works just like that. So I've given up on motherfuckers. Because that's how it should be. If you yourself. Because look. You should. Everybody is enticed to make the people around them better. I only want to surround people around me who are willing to tell me when I'm fucking up and willing to tell me when I'm doing good and only going to add value to me. I don't want to be around nobody who just sucking so much energy out of me that I'm always like feeling like, man, I got to tell this motherfucker how to be better. Damn. Or, and then, because what happens with that is they drain your energy because they can only focus on telling you about all the shit that they're going through. So every time y'all have a conversation, yeah, you know, rent do. Yeah, you know how that is. I just ain't been able to get nothing ever since I quit my job at Starbucks. Shit just been hard. You know, I see you. It must be nice. Look at you. You doing real nice, ain't you? Living in L.A. Got a nice wife. Look at you eating good. You, you working out, huh? Hey, I ain't been able to work out ever since I ain't been able to pay my gym membership. Yeah, I know. I can't deal with that shit. I can't be walking around feeling good about my life and then the next person around me just feeling sorrow. You know what I'm saying? It's like, 
that shit don't feel right. I only want to be surrounded by motherfuckers. Like if if I got a car, I only be around somebody motherfuckers who can afford a car. I don't want to be around motherfuckers who can't afford a car. Now, I'm an asshole. <laughs> now. <laughs> Now, <laughs> yo, y'all, y'all heard it here first. Going forward, if I'm trying to tell you, I'm the asshole of the group. You know that's not true. He's been yeah. here on nobody. That but Ryan, Ryan, you know you're an asshole, and you know them. The difference about you is, is see, I'm more blatant to say the shit how I feel. I'll tell you, motherfuckers know. That's why people don't tell either. Either they 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 tell me shit because they want to hear my take on it, or they want to hear me tell somebody off because they people love to see me tell people off. They love that y'all live for that shit. That's the shit y'all live for. Ooh, they're about to tell somebody off. Been waiting for this shit. People rubbing hands together with the Birdman rub, all that shit. Hella excited. What are you gonna tell them? You know what I'm saying? Because I talk ten miles an hour, so you know what I'm saying like ten miles an hour. But I talk mad fast, b. So, you know, people are going to sit there and they're going to be really happy to, to, to see me go off. But for Ryan, Ryan does it so seamless. You know what I mean? You don't even know he really just went off on you. He'd be like, you thinking that he really mean understood. He doesn't really mean understood. He means he doesn't give a fuck no more. That's what it means. That's literally what it means. For all y'all that know Ryan, whenever y'all get that text message and he'd be like, oh, understood. He doesn't give a fuck no more. I've known the man for 20 years. That's what that means. That means fuck off. That's what it means. Ask Tariq. He'll really tell you. you. I really wish you would stop telling people that. That understood. Understood. <laughs> understood. Literally means what the words say. It means I understand. Nah, man. Yeah. People be expecting more because Ryan will actually be like, you will put you will, you will put a whole thirteen paragraph on. He'll be like, understood. Nah, bro. I want you to say something to this. No, nah, I ain't got nothing to say. I ain't got nothing to say. Keep it to myself. Hey, you know what's so? Hey, 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 hold on. You're right. <laughs> I know. I know. Hey, this girl, hey, look, this girl, this girl stopped talking to me like four days ago, right? Because she was hitting my line and she was writing stuff but wasn't saying nothing. And then she was like, hey, you've been ignoring me. I was like, yep, I haven't ignored you. You just haven't asked me any questions. Like, you write stuff and then I'll have nothing to say. <laughs> So it's like to your point. If somebody writes me thirteen paragraphs with no questions, no no inquiries, no question marks, just just a live, just a stream of consciousness. Understood? Like what am I supposed to do? So motherfuckers be writing you sure. I think I'm gonna go to bed tonight. Mm, I'm gonna get real good sleep. Ooh, when I wake up, I'm gonna eat an omelet. Like what can y'all say to that? I have nothing. To that's say what I'm that. saying, bro. But for, understood. But that's what I mean. But for people. For people like you, where it's like you either you're either nice to people or you or you're professional at just ripping them a new soul. So you don't have no medium. My yeah. medium is I don't have nothing to say most but contrary to people's belief, I don't have nothing to say most of the time. So somebody's like, oh, I'm gonna eat an omelet, I'm gonna sleep so good, it's gonna be so good. Emoji, emoji, understood. Like what I'm gonna what I'm gonna say, oh what tomorrow I'm gonna have an omelet too. Damn. Damn, you make me you make me really want an omelet. Listen, for those of y'all dudes, I'm gonna give some dating advice. For those of y'all dudes that feel like y'all got to reply to every single message that she or he, whoever you are, sends, stop doing that shit because y'all making it hard for me. Because, <laughs> because dude, dude out here like, hey, babe, how was your omelet? It was really good. What'd you eat? Oh, I had an omelet too because you made me think about omelets. Oh, that's crazy. I'm going to go to Starbucks. Omelet love. You know what? Omelet you know what? My, sis, my sister worked at Starbucks. Just these weak-ass conversations. Stop doing that. Y'all making my life hard. Yeah. But, I mean, how do you get down then? Like how do you get down? Like like what kind of conversations do you hold with the ladies? I get down with I get down with questions, bro. Like, like hey, like, like what your buns feel like? Check like, is that out. what kind of questions you get? Nah, nah, not oh. even that. I'll give you I'll give you a great example. <laughs> I'll give you a great example. Listen, I was in LA 
I don't know, six, seven months ago, whenever it was, and you was at work, and me and Jacreza had an outstanding political conversation. Hey, man, hey, 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 don't be having outstanding conversations with my future wife, bro. Well, listen, <laughs> you don't ask the right question. So me and her, had, she, she was asking me questions. And that, those type of conversations that I have, however, however, this is how I sort people that can deal with me and can't. Because I reply to you like that all the time, but now you get it. So other people that don't get it, they just have to evaporate. It's like yeah. this. It's like you was like, hey, Ryan, did you hear that new song? You want me to be like, nah, B, what's it about? Send me the link. I was like, no, Dale, I have not. Because if you want to send it, fine. But anybody else was like, no, nah, bro, tell me, send me the lyrics, nigga, let's talk about it. No, no. And people ask yeah, me, but, but you also be giving, you know what, though? It's to you, you, you have an inverse of that shit, too, because you, you would text me some shit like, hey, what you doing on the on on July? Some stuff like like some way out the way. They be January. What you doing on July six? Like, I don't know. I don't know. All right, I just asked <laughs> See, I, that's what I'm saying, bro. I ask I ask the questions that matter. Like but that's they what don't I'm matter saying. to me. Then you don't give me no context of why you ask the question. If somebody if somebody hit if somebody hit me right now, I was like, yo. What are you doing June 26th? I'd be like, I'm going to be in SAC doing a recording with the fam. Oh, okay. But you cool. know that because that's pre-planned already. But you just be asking me shit on the street. Like, I got to really look into the day. Like, wait, is there something special on that day? Why is he asking me this? And I feel like, and then if I'll be like, and then if I, and the thing about you is, if I elaborate on the question, like, well, why are you asking? Oh, never mind. Because, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> you're right. Here's the thing, bro. I'm high level efficient. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm high level efficient, bro. And I kind of, I want to say, I want to say like, I, I got that from life and from my mother. However, I got it mostly from my current, from my current role. Cause ain't no time for like a bunch of paragraphs. Y'all going to hire this nigga or not? <laughs> Is it good or not? Like, uh, I just want to let you guys know that Liddell Montague really enjoyed his visit. And he really enjoyed meeting Carol and Sandra. Did y'all like him or not? <laughs> Okay, cool. Y'all don't like him. Okay, great. On to the next one. And nobody got time for that. But it, but either way, that's the conversation style that I have because I have I, I I disagree with you on your end because I don't fire friends. I just recalibrate relationships. So when I have people that do it's technically me, like, the hey, same man. thing. You just demote your friends. No, nah, I know. No, no. Let me explain. I don't demote them. This isn't like NBA to G League. This is just okay. M- this is just NBA. Like if you're gonna be a problem, we're gonna put you on the king. So can't nobody see you being a problem. That's called demoted. No, that's it's not. Yes, you're it is. Still an NBA player. It's the but same you're demoted thing. to a place where nobody's gonna see you play. Listen, nobody man. watches the Kings except somebody, in Sacramento. Somebody watches the Kings. They got a whole new stadium. Listen, let me let me explain how my recalibration of Kevin Johnson. Works. Let me explain. So check it out. So like for example, you talked about when people ask you stuff. And you tell them the same thing over and over again. Eventually, you got to cut that friend off. For me, when somebody asks me something, I try to give them the information. If they work with it, they need more help. We could move. We could roll. We have a conversation. We go eat lunch. Go Zoom. Whatever you need help with, let's work it out. However, if that same question comes over and over again, same complaints you said, like, I can't pay my rent. Starbucks. I got to quit, quit, quit Starbucks. I'm going to be like, damn, man, that's wild. Yeah. I'm not about to be like, damn, you should get another job because I've already told the person 19 times they should get another job. But I'm not about to fire my friend because that friend may still be good for something else. Nah, that's what that's what that's what relationships are all about. You can only you right, have, you, but you but can, I'm not gonna like I'm talking about extreme. I'm okay. You're right. I, I'll give you that. Yes, you're right. Thanks. There are gonna be friends that you're gonna have in the world who are gonna be maybe one off complaining about some one off shit, like and they can't shake it over. Like motherfucker Mike got his car stolen eight years ago and just cannot shake it. But remember when I had that Mustang, Graham? <laughs> 
That shit was fun, I'm not bro, talking man. about that stupid. Bro, bro, I ain't even go front, bro. Remember it? Yeah, man, just going to talk it all day long. Like, bro, okay, bro, that was eight years ago, bro. You got a Benz now. But that Mustang, though, nothing was like that Mustang, though. I had the Mustang with the, with the, with the, with the alloy rims. Well, you don't even know, bro. This shit was fresh. Like, niggas be going crazy, but oh, dead ass. Like, I'm saying, like, I'm talking about those extreme niggas who just keep complaining about shit as in life. Like, their life is always drama. Like, you cannot shake their life. Like, that was... But- but no, and that I mean that be happening, but that person that person might still be good to hoop with. Yeah, but you can right. get the hoop court. You he gonna always be at the hoop court because he, he's life fucked up. That's what that's I'm, all he gonna do is hoop. That's all nigga, it is. You that's why I, hoop court, your I life know, is good. My life is fucked up now. <laughs> damn. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> no, my life is good. My life is good. <laughs> you tell a nigga, you tell a nigga, I had a conversation with your wife. My life fucked up. Word, we just had a conversation. That's nah, nigga, it's been hard. <laughs> no, it's, it, my life's great, man. My life's great, but no, but uh, but I hope because I'm like athletic and shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm an athlete, like you know what I'm saying, top tier. But but like other niggas, like them niggas don't be. They just be hooping. Like they just be at the court. Hanging so, out. Th- well, I guess I guess that, that's kind of my point. So when I say when I say like I re- I recalibrate or whatever, I just know that I'm not gonna cut somebody off completely just because they do a lot of coke if they're fun to work out with. Like because I what? have friends because not I don't not all my friends not all my friends that are like none example, of your friends do coke. I'm saying like not all my friends that are comedians want to go to the gym. So if we're cool to like work out together, then yeah, bro, like do all the blow you want. Like, but I don't yeah. feel like I don't feel like the expectation. Should be as high for everyone. What to, if like, he start operate. doing blow? What if he start doing blow right at your kitchen table? Is it cool? He's a workout friend, so he yeah. But I'm saying be at the house, we just. I'm saying was gym. he at the house prior to you knowing him doing hella coke? Nobody's gonna do coke at my house. That's not the deal. Uh-huh. Like, Why not? That's not the deal. Like, Why not right at your kitchen table, just line it up because you start be, this down. Be, because that that Scarface. relationship that relationship has been recalibrated. That's what if y'all was watching like, Scarface though? What if you is he a good friend to watch Scarface? Is he like coke? This is a gym friend. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I mean. Like, what do y'all these, talk about? Are y'all only talk about triceps and biceps and hamstrings? Only work out at the gym. This is what I. This is what I mean by like because because I'm able to like compartmentalize a lot of my feelings, which is very unhealthy. Like, like I don't. I could just. I could put things in certain situations and deal with them when I need to. Versus you. I mean, I respect what you do. If you, you go scorch earth, that's what volcanoes do. I get it. However, for me, Here for me, go. like. For me, I, 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 okay, this person good for this, this person good for that. If that person calls me, they're, I like, I got a, here's the thing. You just departmentalize motherfuckers, basically. No, like, hey, yeah, like, check it out. I'm gonna give you a great example. I have a friend, I have a friend, he's a really good friend. This nigga owes me like $200, right? And that's mm-hmm. not, I'm, I'm gas, it's not 200 It's like, it's like 125 right? And I loaned him That's 200 money. That's 200 I loaned, though. I, I loaned him some money, and it's funny because uh, one of our one of our listeners knows who I'm talking about because I told him about it. And and that and like, but I loan I loaned my boy this money when I loaned the money. I was like, this is cool because he's never gonna ask me for money again. And I loaned it to him. He's never asked me again, right? Mm-hmm. And we still cool. Like we still talk. Like he's still giving me feedback on stuff or whatever. Like we hang out yeah, and shit. Just ain't paid never, But I but I know I will never help him with anything ever in his life. Damn. But we still cool. But if he ever, what is like, I got a flat tire, Ron. You right there, but can you help me? Oh man, remember when you owe me that two hundred? Not no. It was that's not, I don't move like that. I don't. I don't. I don't move in. I don't move in a remember when. I move in. I can't even do it today, dog. Damn. That's how I move. But what if you sitting there with an extra spare tire in your hand? I can't even do it today, dog. <laughs> 
So you gonna take your chair, you gonna take your tire and put it in the trunk. I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do whatever else I was doing at the time. That's what I'm saying, man. This is what I mean, bro. I mean that's basically firing a friend, bro. Nah, nah, because we still people still people that it's it's been plenty of people who done got fired but still friends with their boss. I don't know who the people you is you talk. <laughs> that's one of those. That's one. Of, that's one of those whack ass examples analogies you be using. Shout out! Shout out to! Shout out to our to our twin uh, to my twin our listener that said Dale has horrible analogies. Who said out. that? Who said that? <laughs> my cousin Brian from Trey. Oh Brian, he was like, I knew he was gonna say Brian. He was like, he was like, Dale ain't allowed to make no more analogies, bro. That Steve Kerhonda shit is out of line. <laughs> right on, Brian. Right on, but man, that's only because you and Ryan got the same mind. So y'all know shit. <laughs> you know that analogy anyway, man. Listen, but that's that's what I mean though. Like, I don't think I don't think you have to, and that's this is some advice for anybody if y'all need to know how to fire friends. Basically, me and Dale done gave y'all two different examples. You can go like Dale do and actually just give them the electric chair and never hear from them again, or just do like I do and just put them in a different prison. That's what I do. No, but you want to know what? Let me tell you this though. Let me tell you this. The way I do it, the way I do it, when I cut a motherfucker off, they always come back and be like, damn, bro, you know what? Thank you, bro. Cause like I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna do all this shit Ryan did, where I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna give you the whole bunch of advice. The only thing about Ryan is Ryan gonna sit there and let you let you fuck it up in front of his face, like like oh well, I guess that's it. Like that's a terrible ass friend. That's not a good friend. Like watching you just do self, just self demise yourself right in front of him. Just oh yeah, bro, you shouldn't do that, bro. But yeah, okay, bro, do what I want to do. All right, bro, just go. That's Ryan. Just let you do what you want to do. All right, bro. Understood. That's it. Just let you just die. Like, not me, bro. Like, I'm not going to let you die in front of me, fam. Like, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. You're not going to die in front of me. I'm sorry. Like, I'm, I'm not going to let that happen. Like, I'm going to cut you off before this. So then when you die, I'll be like, yeah, I wouldn't even make a friend like that. Like, that's how I work. Cause then other niggas, cause it cause what happens is, is you gotta go back to family. Like, why would you let him do that? You was his friend, right? Yeah, but you know how he is, and you gotta explain that. You know how he is. You know how he was. He didn't listen to nobody. Nobody tried to take the burger out of his hand, though. Nope, nobody tried to. Like that's what I mean. I'm not gonna sit nobody there and let him do. I'm so not. Gonna... So you're saying you're saying you fire friends so that they can just mess up away from you. They'll mess up away from me. Then when they come back, like after math, like bro, man, I just sucked crazy dicks underneath the underneath the um, underneath the bridge, fam. What? Like it's been wild, like bro, like you was right, bro. Meth is not the drug I want to do anymore. I'd be like, all right, bro, that's good, bro. Like you know what I'm saying? Any other moves you want to do? Yeah, bro. Think about doing heroin. I mean, then that's different. You know what I'm saying? I try to tell them like how heroin ain't good for them. Like heroin, you shouldn't do that either, man. And then they probably still won't listen. But I'm just saying, like they'll come with a different yep. mindset. They'll come with a different mindset knowing that. The shit that I told them, they'll it'll stick to their mind. A lot of people who fuck with me, they they come back with like, man, remember when you told me that shit, bro? That shit stuck to me. I mean, I got full blown AIDS now. You was telling me I should wrap up early, but like, I mean, I wish I would have listened. I That's feel not like how this shit goes. <laughs> I, I know because because of, because I've heard every single one of your Liddell Mont- Liddell Montague <laughs> motivational stories. You're, like you're talking about, you're talking about young kids to be like, "Yo, what do I do with my money?" And you give them advice, and then they, then they fix their credit. And you're comparing that to like random heroin addicts that you don't know. <laughs> it's, it's just not the same thing. Like, don't get me wrong, bro. Like, I, I know, I know you was helping Oakland, helping the teenagers in Oakland like get their credit right, but they weren't under the bridge. <laughs> they were under the bridge, bro. They were just overdrafting their accounts buying Jordans. Nobody was under the bridge. <laughs> 
<laughs> but it, like, my whole inspiration speech would be like, bro, you keep living the life you live in. You might be under bridge with just them Jordan sucking dick for coke. Like, that's just how it happens. Like, then are you over? Only time you overdraw because, your account bro, that bad. Because, but look, you know how it'd be like when you were old head. Like, I always figure myself as you get older, fam, like the shit becomes more dramatic. Think about this. Like, this man, I remember my Auntie Debbie. Hey, man, thank you, Auntie Debbie. I love you very much. Uh, I remember one day, man, she read something in the news, and uh, on the news, we had a pool, and she was like, We had a diving wish. You guys can, mind you, bro, we've been jumping off the roof, getting into the pool, doing hella shit. We already crazy ass kids. She gonna tell us one day, hey guys, you guys can't jump off the diving board anymore. I just read something in the news that said kids are dying, jumping off the diving board. (laughs) (laughs) Just, Just so extreme, right? But we kept doing it. You know what I'm saying? We kept doing what we gotta do, right? We kept doing okay. it. We kept doing it. But like I remember it was and then it was my it was my little cousin. She ended up jumping in off the diving board one day and they almost panicked. But no, like basically what I'm saying is Tell us. Is is look, <laughs> motherfuckers gonna do what they gotta do until the risk actually hit them. And then they re- and then what we'll recall is this is whatever lessons that were instilled to them earlier or lessons that they might have learned on, along the way. And I said and I say that to say this because as you hear about people who've ever found God or returned back to God or to or to any religion, what usually happens is this: they'll go out, start fucking over their life, end up under alleys doing whatever, you know what I'm saying, under whatever kind of drugs, or end up with killing whatever they want to do, you know what I'm saying? That turns them back into religion. Then they'll come back to religion like, man, you know what I'm saying? Everything that they say, I remember, and you always hear the preacher say this. Y'all know this. If y'all went to ever went to a black church, you always hear the preacher say this shit. I remember when I was out there in the world, you know, doing this and doing that. And people was telling me, you know, brother, you shouldn't do that. You should turn your life over to God. And I was turning away on God. I didn't want to hear nothing nobody got to say. And then I went out there and did everything I want to do. And guess what God did? He brought me back. And every time I think about it, I just think about to those days when my mama or the preacher or whoever they refer to was just telling me, brother, you should just not have to do this. And you should, and you should stick to the Lord and things like that. That's how I consider myself. You're God? No, 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 not God. I just consider myself to the point of like me being that old parent that done told your ass something and said, look, you should do this because I already done all of that shit that you getting ready to do. Not the sucking dick under the under the bridge or nothing like that. I didn't do any of that. But I mean, like, maybe like fucked off my money or maybe like, you know what I'm saying? Got a bunch of tickets or something like that. Not me telling that's you some shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> Like the, your your consequence <laughs> levels are extreme, but I, I but no, nah, I get what you're saying. Hope did that, so basically you don't have to go through that. Exactly, Dale okay. did that, so hopefully you won't have to go through that. That's pretty much they're it. Not, they're not. That's not. The bar isn't for your name. It's for hope. It is. It's, it's Dale. Not. It's Dale. That's what he said. It's, that's not even close to. Listen, this is my. So here's my question though. Hey, you don't I even think, know Hope. Why are you always trying to like say like oh Hope didn't put it. You don't know. Oh, Hope never gonna report. Never gonna do music again with J Cole because. Because he didn't do uh, A Star is Born correctly for Ryan at Fresno one time. Got it. <laughs> what What did J. Cole say about that when you text him this weekend? I mean, me and Jermaine got that kind of level, though. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, he texted text me like, lot? yeah, all the time. Remember, I sent you that picture when he freestyled at LA Lakers. You sent, me a picture. you sent me a picture that someone else took a screenshot of on their phone. When the screenshot, when the screenshot, that was a real picture. It was a real picture, and I did send it because he sent it to me. He was like, 
that was Cole. He was like, look at this picture I took. That's how cool he is. And Dale, Dale, Dale sent me a picture of a picture of somebody else's phone that had a picture. <laughs> it still got they, it still got they battery all on there. Yeah, it was, it was. A, it was I can see the person's hand that was holding the phone that had the picture on their phone. It's a it was more hand than phone. Oh, that's funny. Fuck you. But look, man. Hey, here's my. If I could, just, let me just double. Let me let me double back at this before it gets old. Like, I mean, you've ta- you spoke a lot about, like, people coming to you like, oh, Liddell Montague, my Lord, Savior in Christ, about Dell time, amen. I didn't say any of that. What about, Lies. What about when people, what about when you offer an, an intervention? Because that's what we were talking about for Jay right. Like, he was outside, like, wasted, and they ran up on him. Like, when do you stop giving your friends voluntarily, voluntary, unsolicited interventions? When do you stop doing that? I just think after you've, after you've exhausted, after you exhausted all of your options, meaning like, and, and I mean, maybe you have to set yourself, you have to set yourself up to say, hey, I'm going to try this, this, and this. And if it doesn't work, then I give up. Because, but you got to really put in that effort. Meaning like, if you have a friend, for example, who is, let's just say, you know, I, I'll talk, I, I'll stop talking with the drug shit. But like, if there's a friend who really has <laughs> like money, money issues, right? Like, and you're like telling him like, yo, bro, like, Honestly, you should probably like put like maybe a hundred dollars away for a check each month. You know what I'm saying? Like instead of blowing your money on weed all the time. Oh, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know, right? And then keep coming up to you like, bro, and you see him just keep smoking hella weed and everything just keeps going on or or whatever his vice may be, drinking, you know, whatever it is, or if it's just shoes, or if it's whatever it is, food, whatever it may be. You know, you keep telling that person like, hey, you know, maybe maybe you shouldn't do it. And then maybe you set up an activity like, hey, bro, her, send him a few videos of like financial, like um, financial literacy. Or maybe you even help or maybe even say, hey, man, let me help you make a budget plan. And then none of those things happen to calculate or happen to hit that person to get them to start doing that. The action that allows them to to be in a financial deficit. Then at that moment, you as a friend have to stop giving advice would you fire that friend you don't fire that friend no not that ah. friend you don't ah, ah, ah. they have you one check on your checkboard ah got it ass you know and i gotta put this out here this is the thing about ryan ryan loves to get to, to get one up on your ass i remember this fool put a whole burger in his pocket just to make sure he could be the last person to eat his burger that was vernon that was your nope. cousin that did that nope it was you but no make <laughs> 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 Unbelievable. You stop your whole point to make some shit up. You on a roll. <laughs> no, 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 for real, for real. But but no, you don't cut that friend off. You don't cut that friend off. Okay. What you do though is you do you you have to at that moment, what you mentioned, you have to at that moment no longer entertain or allow that energy to be around you. Meaning, so for me, it's not that I cut them off, it's like I'm just not gonna allow you to talk that shit to me no longer. Like, as soon as you come talking that shit to me, I'm going to be like, hey, brother, I don't want to hear that. Where like, you I, would do that? I would do that. Damn. Because, look, because because here's the thing. Here's the thing. It Sometimes it, it, it can take the nice, nonchalant way that you that your approach, which is very nonchalant. Okay, I, I told you everything. I'm leaving it up to you. I'm leaving it in God's hands. Jesus take the will type shit. But sometimes you have to let them know that you're tired of hearing them complain. Because that has to give you, that has to, that has to pressure that has to pressure some type of like action that needs to be taken. Because if they're your real friend, then they're going to say, damn, like my friend is kind of tired of hearing me complain. I, maybe I, I need to stop complaining. 
if people, because look, if you allow, sometimes it's like if you enable somebody to keep complaining and complaining and complaining, you're not helping them either. You're just allowing them to complain. It's like somebody getting on Facebook and just keeps putting, I'm going to kill myself. You're not going to let nobody keep getting on Facebook saying they're going to kill themselves. Day, day, day in and day out. Like every day they get on Facebook, I'm going to kill myself today. Like first people are going to be like, please don't kill yourself. Please don't do it. Oh my God, you have so much to live for. Life means so much. Just come on, call me. If you need somebody to talk to, I'm here for you. And then they don't never call you. Then they get back on Facebook the next day. I'm going to kill myself. You're going to say the same shit. Oh, Bob, please. We love you so much. Remember, you're going to put your number on the, on, the, on, the, on the comment section. Look, just call me. Please reach out to me. You'll try to call them because you feel so like maybe they're serious. They keep putting this out there. So you're like your emotions then, then ran high because you care so much behind this person. Then they put on there again. I'm going to kill myself. And then you like, damn, all right, bro. Just go ahead and do it then, fam. <laughs> That's what you would say. But what kind of knife you want to use, fam? <laughs> You want to go with the pill route? You want to go with the gun? What you need, fam? I'll so drop it off. You, so for you, it, it would take the third. It would take the third threat of self harm take, for you to be like, I'm not. I'm not fucking with you. It just <laughs> takes to the point like where you, where where I realize you're not gonna put in the effort for yourself. If you're not gonna put in, the, if I'm more, if I'm more concerned about something you should be concerned about, then I'm wasting my energy. And honestly, maybe maybe it's to the point where maybe it's to the point where that's what you're really getting a kick. Sometimes people, maybe they get a kick out of that shit. They're seeing you worry about them. What do you mean? People get a kick out of that. Like sometimes you think people are like so sad or, or something or something so bad or, and they keep doing shit because they like the attention of somebody worrying about them. As you keep, as you keep feeding into the shit, like, Oh man, you shouldn't do that. I know, I know, but I'm gonna keep doing what you told me I shouldn't do. And you're like, please, just don't do it. You know what I'm saying? But then some moment some you start worrying about that motherfucker, they start trying to, trying to push yourself up to get their life together. Because people, some people just like the attention, whether it's attention that shows that you care about them and that you're going to, that because they're in a moment and they, and, 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 they, and, they, and they need to feel this, this feeling of someone wanting to care about them. Oh, but then it's on the on the on the on the inverse. It could be something like, "Oh, I actually I started being better about myself." Like you ever see somebody who I'll give you a great example here. It'll be that same person, fam, who talks about everything that they're going through in life that's negative when you're around them, right? Have you ever realized those are the same motherfuckers that whenever they're going through shit hella good, they also talk about everything that's going good too, and they want to get commended on that as well. You won't never stop commending this motherfucker. You won't never stop having to like encourage and do all of the shit. Even when they doing good, you got to keep doing it. Like, you know, I just, you know, I just lost three pounds today. Oh, great job. Great for you. Good job. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I started eating greens and everything and just don't ever stop. You got to keep going. So it has to be some point where one, because when they get to that point, when you need to keep feeding them onto their ego, or like we said, massaging their ego every time, then you don't ever get to stop from that point because if you the moment you stop, then they just start feeling like they can go sloppy because now they'd rather get the negative attention of you just being able to be like, hey, what happened? Remember you're working out every day? Yeah, I know, but life just hit me really hard. Man, I was outside and all of a sudden I heard, uh, I seen somebody else get splashed with water and it really just sad my day and I just can't go on type shit. Like you can't go to the gym now, but you was going to the gym every day. I know, but nobody cares about me going to the gym. It's a great episode, actually, on uh, 
on this show called High Maintenance, where a dude is going through, he losing his weight or whatever. He wants to tell people about his losing his weight. But unfortunately, the world at this time, they don't talk about what the problem that happened, but the world is going through like some actual problem that happens. So he's not able to share with people because they're so worried about what the world is currently going through that he can't even share about him losing his weight and actually meeting his goal that he was supposed to meet. Because some people just need to be, they need to feel like, and no matter if it's, I need you to care for me or I need you to encourage me to worry more about their problem than 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 they are meaning like if you're if you're to the point where you're like always got to say something or or always got to do something you don't need to be around that person because that obviously that person is not going to change and if your energy is actually affected by it then you need to distance yourself from that person because what's going to end up happening is you're you're going to end up pushing that person further away by you keep pressing or something and putting them to do that they're not going to want to do and they're going to keep giving you that defense mechanism of i know or what they're going to eventually do is just get tired of hanging out with you anyway. And then you're going to be mad because you're going to think, well, what did I do? You asked me. And then you're going to still be putting in the emotional energy on this whole situation. And they're going to be like, well, I really did ask you because I just wanted that attention at that time. But now I'm still going to do what I wanted to do. So you got to realize that. So you got to just distance yourself when you care. This is why I think it's good. Just not care about none of these motherfuckers. Don't care. Fuck them. You know what I'm saying? Care about the motherfuckers who you know going to do the shit you want them to do. You can't put your energy in motherfuckers. You can't start, you got to be selective with the energy that you put into people. If anything that 2020 and 2021 then taught any of us out here is to be selective with the energy that you put into people. That's what this whole message is. Be selective. Put selective energy into your mama if you need to. You know what I'm saying? Shit, mama, I told you, man, like I've been telling you since years, you need to be better with your money. You still getting lights cut off and shit at age 67. That shit don't make no damn sense. You got to be selective. Hey, I can't fuck with you, no mama. I'm, I'm not coming over no more. I'm tired of leading in the dark, eating candles and shit. <laughs> it's going to fire your mother. Got to let it go. <laughs> got to let it go. Got to let it go. Mama, she straight up. Straight up. So hopefully y'all enjoy y'all y'all felt that. So either fi- either fire them, don't eat over there, or when the text about the light, just text back understood. Either way, the way it's win-win. Listen, bro, I have a, I have a question for you. This okay. Really, really, before you before you get into the question, we have a quick question for you, real quick. We are in NBA round one of the playoffs, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, where you at? Where am I at right now? Man, I'm, I'm still on the indecisive mode. I mean, the NBA Finals, it's crazy teams that are in there. It's, I mean, you got the Knicks right now that are playing. You got fucking, um, I mean, Portland is doing well. You got the Suns playing against the Lakers. I mean, who you, got, just, who, who you got winning the chip? I mean, sorry. Winning, winning the, the chip. Sorry, my bad, my bad. Who do, you, who do you have winning the West? Winning the West right now? Man, um... I low-key want to see – I I want Portland to do it. I'm, my, my, my vote is for Portland right now. Okay. But I think – but but if I was to be honest, I think LeBron and them going to win it on the West. I think they're going to prevail through this. Okay. All right. Okay, for sure. And uh, before you get in your question, I have one, uh, one more quick question for you from one of our big fans, uh, Manteca alumni, homie okay. brother. Okay. Uh, he said, it. I, I haven't seen it, but Bubba told me, Bubba told me Ja Morant has whispers and hints of AI. Is this true? You know what? Wow, that's a that's a that's a crazy comparison. That's a crazy comparison. I can see 
where where people like he said whisper so that means it's very faint um i can see how he could take over a game like 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 ai i definitely see that i definitely see him being a young buck the thing that really if he's saying like confident wise i think that is too because one thing about ai when he came into the league ai was very confident he didn't look at like the ogs as like Oh, these guys are crazy uh, elders over me. No, these guys are all competitors, and these are all competition that I gotta beat. And he has that kind of comp- he has that kind of type of uh, competitiveness, and that's actually what drawn me to John Morant um, because he dunks so much and he's crazy at going in. He just it, it it's a little bit hard for me to see the 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 AI in him um, as as a player. To be honest with you, though, I mean. Man, it the way he could because in and, and it's the height too. Like I, I, it's kind of just hard for me to see it with all the little height. The fact that he's the fact that he's more of an inside scorer. Not that LeBron, not that AI wasn't an inside scorer. It's just for me, he just doesn't. I don't know. It's just the way that he had to work. The okay. way AI had to work, he had to, he had to do he had to do a little bit more. To be real, I mean, he reminds me a little bit more of something like a. Um, like either like like a uh he reminds me kind of like a penny a little bit he reminds me more of like a penny hardaway um he reminds me more of like this is pre-injury this of course and then maybe like a tracy mcgrady a little bit he kind of reminds me of some of those because of the height the way of his scoring ability, the way he can immediately take over a game and things like that. And he's still a good passer and things like that. And he knows how to use his team uh, uh, really, really well. So I would give him more like a Penny or a Tracy. Okay. All right. All right. For sure. My, my bad to throw a bunch of questions at you before your question of the week. You can go ahead and ask your question from the fans. I'm yeah, ready man. For that. Hey, yeah, man. So actually, man, my question comes from one of our – one of our great listeners, man. Uh, we don't do enough shouts out for him, but uh, my boy Michael, man, uh, originally from Washington, but now living out in New York, doing a major, Mr. International himself, uh, definitely major props out to him. He was down here, and uh, he's a big fan of the show, uh, really, really enjoys a lot of what we got going on here. And his question was for you, and he said, uh, knowing that you're a big Drake fan, who do you feel, also that you're a big Drake fan, and knowing that you were once a huge Wheezy fan, who do you feel has had the better career? Do you feel like Wayne has had a better career? And this is like, like who are, like in a career, meaning like who's made the be- the bigger impact? Ooh. Damn. That's a great question. Yeah. Um, Who's had the bigger impact? I Drake, see, okay. Drake has had a larger impact on popular rap and Wayne has had a larger impact on underground rap. And the reason I'll say that is because um, obviously, obviously we got, we can go back in time. We got DMX harmonizing. We got Nelly harmonizing. uh, We have Tory Lanez harmonizing recently, but Drake uh, did something where it's like, you have to be able to rap and sing like, and, and carry yourself immaculately and be vulnerable and just do all these things. Um, and then as for, so that's why I feel like the artist of the decade thing is significantly deserved because every album, similarly to, to Kanye in a way, every album is for somebody. 
you don't have to be a Drake fan, but there's one album that's for you. Same thing with Ye. When I say Wayne changed, like not even when I say Wayne changed the underground rap scene, I don't want to say that in a way where I'm taking anything away. It's just that he's an underrated goat. He's an underrated goat because because he's not he's not he's not in the media making the blatant power moves that somebody like Jay Z is doing. I think I think Lil Wayne's goat status is a little underrated, and for him to drop as many mixtapes as he did while not getting while not getting uh, paid by DJ Drama at all, and just creating music on a level that it's just it's just incomparable. He did a he did an interview recently where they asked him why he did the special delivery beat again if he didn't like it when he did it with J. Cole. And Lil Wayne said, what are you talking about? And dude was like, you did you did Green Ranger with J. Cole. You already did special delivery. He was like, I respect Cole, but I don't know. I do not know what you guys are talking about. So, mm. and that could be, I mean, obviously, obviously y'all can get us and tell us something, something that we said like an episode ago or whatever, and I probably wouldn't remember. However, I can tell you every time that we've had a guest, even though we don't have two, <laughs> but I'm saying, Lil, my point is Lil Wayne hasn't made, a, Lil Wayne hasn't made an, enough songs with J. Cole to like stun on him and forget. So he literally put out so much music that he forgot he made a song with J. Cole. And Green and Green Ranger is incredible. So it's not like a song, it wasn't a throwaway song. Him and him and J. Cole went bad on there. It's called Green mm-hmm. Ranger because J. Cole just ha- happened to say Green Ranger while he's spitting. So <laughs> uh when it comes to when it comes to like rap career, it's a t- it's a tough question because I just I view them I view them in two different lanes. Uh, one reason why I will give it to one reason I will give it to Drake is because Drake, in a way, was under a LeBron level type of pressure. Where like you've been vouched for by Wayne, and you're from Canada, like you ha- you you have to be good, or people will make fun of you. Like people are going to make like we talked about Kwame Brown last week or whatever. And and if if with all the hype that LeBron had, if he went to Cleveland and stunk it up, like he he wouldn't be Kwame Brown, but people would be like, oh, remember that dude LeBron? He's supposed to be really good. Like the amount of pressure that LeBron was able to was able to overcome is similar to the amount of pressure I would say Drake was able to overcome because uh, being a half white dude from Canada sponsored by Wayne among all the rappers that have been have been given like the push by Wayne this guy was the be all end all Mac Main did an interview uh, from Young Money talking about how at one point they used to all perform together and then eventually before Drake started popping popping Drake had his own bus and wasn't on the Young Money bus anymore and Mac Main was like oh shit it's different now but this is before and this this is like uh Thank me later. Thank me later. Uh, miss me, Drake. Before that, so when it comes to, I guess, vi- when it comes to like visually, visually, tangibly, like money wise, emulation, I would say Drake. But the found fa- the foundation for what we have in rap and the ever and like the evolution of bars and how we separate lyricists from other people that aren't rappers. I think Lil Wayne did all of that. Period. Because even when you have like even when you have the Lil Wayne stuff, where a while ago there was the arguments or the like Gilly Sanity wrote Lil Wayne's raps. And this is at a point where the conversation was taken out of context and Wayne still had his haters. But if you were someone that listened to Wayne since high school, like I did, you could hear the, you could hear the development in his rap all the way up to Carter too. So for him to like overcome that and overcome like a cash money phase type of thing. Cause the cash money thing, the people just seemed like a new, no limit. Like you guys are shiny. It's loud. Are y'all really rappers? You have to overcome that and then set this foundation of actual lyricism to the point where we can divide who's the rappers who and who aren't the rappers. I think Wayne did all that, period. So when it comes to what we can see tangibly, I would say Drake. But as far as the foundation being laid for people coming into the game young, 
doing a bunch of work, living their life exactly the way they want to live it and putting other people on, I would say Lil Wayne. Wow. That was a, a very well explained answer. I really enjoyed it. And I couldn't agree with you more, to be honest with you. I can agree I mean, with you. I've consumed like it's crazy because even for people, and I get it, there's there's Drake fans that there there's Drake fans that are my age, our age, younger than us, that like knew of Drake when like he was the grassy. So they saw this whole come up and they'll say, Well, he had to overcome being on being on TV. You're absolutely right. That's hard to overcome too. For me, I saw Wayne when I saw Wayne when I was when he had the when he was the BGs, and it was just him and uh uh, him and BG, they was the BGs or whatever. They rap, they had mm-hmm. the bandanas on or whatever, and it was really scratchy. wasn't that good. And it's just a lot. It's a lot to overcome to eventually be like a goat. And right. and I, I I think it's come to a point where a lot of the hate that Drake even gets is because Lil Wayne is so good and Wayne put him on in a weird way. Like, well, you never gonna be Wayne. Wayne put you on. So and Drake just shows all this respect to Wayne, like every other album, to a yeah. point where. To a point where Lil Wayne might be underrated in other people's eyes because he's not on TV all the time, but nah, he's he's de- he's definitely the goat. But I right. think when it's when it's all said and done, uh, when it's all said, I think Drake's gonna have the more like tangible, visible, more successful career. That makes sense, and I understand that. Yeah, I think that too. I mean, I could definitely see. I mean, Drake still has a lot of time on he's still gonna make a lot of classic music i feel like even though in western flows he talks about retiring at 35 and he's approaching 35 i still think that um it's hard for him to shake with his scorpio kind of like mindset it's just hard for him to leave and you know not be desired he can't he that's why i don't think he can take breaks like other artists do like a kendrick or like a like a cole does where they take these 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 high breaks and things like that and be gone for a while and then they come back like drake just loves the attention loves being wavy and you know that's going to continue to bring more and more success for him and of course just give him more accolades and becoming artist of the decade and things like that uh, would definitely just be more trophies that he holds well i think, no pun I think on even, that. I- I think I think even even with that, Dale, like, well, he won Arts of the Decade last week. But even with that, I think you, me, and you have heard the same interview where he said, like, respectfully, he'll outlast he'll, he'll outlast Kendrick and Cole because he really lives his life. They have families and they do what they need to do. And I also yeah. think that I also think when you say attention, when you say attention, I'm a, I'm a, I don't want to say he's that shallow, but I will say that he's highly concerned of being the greatest of all time. Period. Like, I think I think in his mind. Period. He wants to be Michael Jackson, Mike, Michael Jordan of this shit. Period. Like talked about forever. And, and but that's that's the intention part. Yeah, it's so, like you gotta have, you gotta keep people's attention in order to be talked about forever. Well, well, you, you know how you can be like, okay, like there's a lot of people that get attention, like that aren't great at what they do. So I mean, they come, it comes hand in hand. But it, it's bad it intention. Hand hand. It comes hand in hand. People that people have to buy it. But I'm not. But I'm, when I say attention, in my eyes, the word attention sounds shallow like a fake butt on ig like when i when i talk about like when i talk about like relevancy that's what i mean by attention like in a, he wants to stay relevant because i think he is focused on becoming like the greatest just artist of also michael jackson shit like the greatest artist of all time and i think he's got a lot i'm not not necessarily a long way to go because like Lil Wayne and Drake are only like four years of age apart. The only difference is Lil Wayne's been rapping way longer than Drake. 
So he's covered a, he's covered a lot of ground since his first album. So I mean, when it comes to the amount of time, absolutely. Like I would say, when it's all said and done, he will be Michael Jackson. This shit talked about forever. But I wouldn't. I would. I wouldn't call him as shallow by using the word attention. I would say. I would say the. I would say relevancy is definitely connected to being a goat. But attention yeah. is like cheap. That's like. That's all right, we, like. we know. We know you got the AG tatted on the back, fam. I get it. I get it. We know. Don't say Drake needs attention. He doesn't need any attention. Have you seen his beard? Fully connected. All right, we know. We know. You know, I'm just trying to advance your vocabulary day by day, dog. You got a song yeah. week for these people? I sure fucking do, man. You know me, man. I got always got a fucking song of the week, man. You know me, man. All right, man. You know what it is, man. If it's not for me, man, who else could it be from, man? Even though you give a fucking fire song, man. You know, man. If it's not for me, man, they don't get it, man. They get the fucking music, man. You know, I make it fucking happen, man. Okay. You do one. You do one twenty three and me, and find out you're one fifth Cuban, and this is what we do now. Hey man. Hey, look here, man. All right, all right. Are right, you fucking cockroach? I'll tell you what the fucking song is. Okay, man. I say hello to my little friend, man. Seeing green is the new song of the week, man. I want y'all to go ahead and check that out. Since we are talking about Nikki, since we are talking about Wayne, since we are talking about Drizzy, y'all should go check that song out. That song dropped out about a week ago. It is pretty much. Fire. I gotta uh commend Nikki. Uh, you know, what I'm saying a lot of shit has been said about Nikki. She's been out of the spotlight for a while, but she gives you some she 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 gives you some very nostalgic, she giving you that D Rose heat. You know, when D Rose get back to his vintage shit, that's what she did. She went back and went in her old toolbox and realized that same wrench work, that same rusty ratchet still could pop them shots. And that's what she came and did. She went and popped them shots. She got at Cardi. She said a few things to get at Cardi. Kind of let her know. You know what I'm saying, bitch? You know who he is. It's motherfucking Nikki. You know what I'm saying? She talked her shit. Wayne does outstanding on this beat, man. He kills it being the first one to just come on. Um, it almost damn near sounds like a Wayne track. And then, you know what I'm saying? You get this Nikki that comes in second on it. And then just to have Drake coming in and doing some of his... Drake shows his real... OG status on here, not even OG status, but he just does the OG, the the OG uh, background talk for a moment. He kind of does that on his track, and then he goes into the flow, and it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Um, really, I thought it was a great song. It probably ain't gonna be one of the ones that pops through all summer and shit like that, but definitely you guys should check it out, man. Don't let it go past this week without you hearing it at least on the one spin, even if you don't love it, fucking like it. And that's it, man. Check that song out. So, Ryan, is that, it, so it's not a summer banger? I don't really feel like it's going to... I feel like something else is going to come up and it's going to kind of like... You know how like songs come in and then they summer banger for like a cool second? Like it's literally like maybe the first part of the summer and then you just, you know, you don't really hear it throughout the rest of the summer. That's what I kind of feel like this. It ain't going to really... Because there ain't no club. It ain't really nothing that can like give it that... They keep it that life going on. Um, to keep it with the summer shit, I feel like somebody gonna end up end up topping that out. But right now, go check it out. It's fire. It's a fire track. It's just music comes so much now, and now you know what I'm saying. Somebody might like somebody like Money Bag Yo would drop some shit right now, and it end up being a summer a summer banger this year. That's what I mean by it. Izzy just dropped a new song. That might be a summer bang summer banger. Damn. For all I know. So so you didn't give them the song of the summer. Well, I didn't give them the song of the summer because there's too many, there's plenty more episodes to go. Damn, I don't bro. give a, that's see, great. that's the problem. 
Oh my God. That's Here crazy. we go. I'm about to I'm about to fire this nigga. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. Cause like last week when I gave out, man, this bro, you man. take one you take one week off and then you just come back just giving out. Like, what are you doing? I guarantee it's gonna give you, I guarantee it's gonna give you steam on your ears. It ain't gonna full on just give you the bomb in your ear. Like your shit ain't gonna explode, like you ain't gonna have to take the headphones out, but your shit gonna be steaming. Your shit gonna be steaming. You're gonna be like, ooh, what's that? Was steam coming from my ear? But it just ain't gonna be that shit that just give you that like, oh shit, I got whole herpes on my ear. It ain't gonna be that. I'm sorry. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. People listen to the show and they, if they made it this far and they was really messed with us and then you're gonna give them just some some like oh medium, my god some medium like you know what it's okay you'll do better next week. <laughs> I can hate you. <laughs> y'all can be anywhere in the world right now, but y'all here with us and we appreciate that. Hey, man, and if you made it this far, just know we here at Uncut, man, we really, 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 really fuck with you. And until next time, cue the music. Yeah. It sound like something. <laughs> it's uncut. Yeah. Like BT after midnight. It's uncut. Trying to walk in Milwaukee, you know, make the butts. It's uncut. They go to jury. Yeah, the cops ain't after helping. They just apprehend. Error of application. The robots are men. Error of conversations. Even if arguing, we rough around the edges. Even when dropping gems. It's uncut. It's uncut. Yeah, it's that mixtape, man. Uncut Gems mixtape. Shout out to the homies, man. Free the homies, man.